Oh god, Dan Halley. Talk about hot takes. Alright, PFT Live Friday edition mailbag time. Let's get right into it. We got some great questions to take a gander at today. Neil watches PFT. Now the football season is over. The coaching carousel GM cycle is over, and teams start to announce their offseason preparations. Do you think we will see any unofficial blockbuster trades announced like we saw with Matthew Stafford a year ago? Um, you know, and Shereen, I'm going to get back to what we said earlier about Aaron Rodgers. I think he's the first domino, and we all know that that would be a blockbuster trade. It's not going to be a surprise. We were surprised by the Matthew Stafford trade. Not that we we didn't know he wanted out of Detroit. We just didn't expect it to happen that quickly. We didn't expect it to happen with the Rams. We weren't really thinking about it, and it dropped on the Saturday the week before the Super Bowl. I, I don't – I mean, I feel like anybody who could be traded that would be a big name were kind of searching and thinking and looking. You know, Kyler Murray's on the radar screen now. That would have been a blockbuster if it happened without warning. Um, but I can't think of one that would make me say, holy crap, I didn't expect that one to happen. Well, here's the funny thing. He he calls him Matt Stafford, and I didn't know if that was intentional or not because uh, Matthew Stafford's wife wore a jacket, if you didn't see it, in the rally the other day that says Matthew, not Matt, uh, kind of like oh, Patrick gosh. Mahomes' mom got mad when they called him Pat. So I, I did did laugh at the, at the Matt Stafford. But you know what's weird about this, Mike, is the Super Bowl was so late this year that now the combine is coming in the league year. I was just looking like March 8th, which is not that far away, is the deadline to franchise players. That's the franchise tag deadline. So we are so far into this. I don't know that any of these would be considered early. What I considered early was like the Alex Smith trade from a few years ago that came at the Super Bowl. Uh, and the Super Bowl was a week earlier. So that was like early February that that happened. So I don't know that I consider it early right now. I guess it's before the league year starts, so it can't be considered official. But we're getting really close to the start of the league year right now. So I don't know if we'll see any of that happen before the actual start of the league year. I think the fact that the coaching carousel took so long to resolve this year prevented the commencement of the quarterback carousel. And now we are in the zone where you can start figuring out where your options may be and one of these unofficial trades may happen. But I I still believe that Aaron Rodgers is going to dictate all this, and that's going to be the first domino. And then after we know where he goes, maybe some of these others will happen. But we expect all of them. We expect Jimmy Garoppolo. If Russell Wilson gets traded, we're not going to say, oh, my God, I didn't see that coming. Now, it could be a team that he gets traded to makes us say, oh, my God, I didn't see that coming. But I can't think of somebody out there, which would definitely make it a, a holy crap moment if it happens. But I think we're, we're, we've now learned after the Matthew Stafford experience to watch everything very carefully because you never know where it's going to pop up. Wilbur. Nola asks, who's going to be the starting quarterback for the Saints next season? My money is on them bringing back Jameis Winston because of his familiarity with the system. He posted a video yesterday of him moving and sliding and recovering from the torn ACL he suffered on week eight against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, Shereen, the, the problem is, unless he's cleared, I mean, the Saints are going to make yeah, plans at quarterback. And I guess they could just say it's Taysom Hill. And they'll leave a light on for Jameis Winston if he's able to come back by training camp. But that injury and the timing of the injury halfway through the season 
it really makes it difficult for him to be part of the quarterback carousel that plays out in March. Well, that's absolutely right, Mike. And if he was healthy, I would also say that maybe the Tampa Bay Buccaneers would be interested in bringing back Jameis Winston if it's not going to be Tom Brady because he was their fallback playing two years ago. If they didn't get Brady, they'd already said, oh, well, we might go back to Jameis. And it didn't happen, obviously, because they ended up with Brady. So uh, those two teams would be options for for Jameis if he was fully healthy. But I'm not sure he's going to be ready for the start of the season or training camp or whatever that is. So I do think he's going to have to go back to one of those teams that he's familiar with because I don't know that anybody else is going to sign him. But I also think the Saints will look around and figure out who the quarterback that's better perhaps that will be ready for the start of the season could be. And I don't know who that is right now. I don't think it's Trevor Simeon, and I don't think it's Taysom Hill, so I don't know who the quarterback is that they get. But maybe there's one. Maybe they're the team that we go, holy crap, I didn't see the Saints trading for this guy. There has been some mild chatter of maybe Aaron Rodgers to New Orleans, someone I trust as opposed to the people that I don't trust. Uh, someone I trust says there's no way in hell that's happening. No way that the Saints yeah. would make a play for Aaron Rodgers. And I don't know that Rodgers wants to go there without Sean Payton. Yeah, Pete Carmichael staying as yeah. the offensive coordinator. I don't know that that's enough to attract Aaron Rodgers' attention. And as to the Buccaneers bringing back Jameis Winston, that would have sitcom written all over it, him and Bruce Arians coexisting after Arians ran him out of town. One name to watch for the Bucs that I hadn't thought of, Teddy Bridgewater. Because two years ago, yeah. Arians made yeah. it clear that it was Brady, then Bridgewater. Those were his two. And, and I don't know that Bridgewater's done anything dramatically different the last two years that would cause Bruce Arians to view him any differently. He's been the guy that he always was. And he wasn't horrible last year, and he wasn't horrible with the Panthers. So maybe that's one that the, the Buccaneers could do and still be able to bring back Tom Brady if he would decide to play. You know, you go all in for Russell Wilson or Sean Watson, you can't bring back Tom Brady. If you get Teddy Bridgewater under a reasonable contract, you could bring back Tom Brady if he decides to keep Great playing. Point. Uh T Dar Law. I, I, some of these, some of these handles. I don't know. It's like trying to figure out a license plate that has a message on it that I can't discern. Someone asks, "Will C D Lamb go to Arizona to play with Kyler Murray?" Absolutely not. He's the number one receiver on the Cowboys. They're going to commit to him and sign him to a long-term deal. So I think C D Lamb is going to be with the Cowboys for the foreseeable future. Now, Amari Cooper, that could be a possibility. Well, and I think the bigger issue is, will, will Kyler Murray even be Kyler Murray in be Arizona? In Arizona. Uh, yeah, yeah. If C.D. Lamb shows up, he may be looking around saying, where's Kyler? Uh, let's see. One more. Tribnik, over under uh, 15. Teams would have had better records this year if Dan Campbell and his staff. I don't even understand that one. Do you understand that one? Over under 15, yeah, so, the teams that would have had better records so, this year if Dan Campbell yeah. and staff was their coach. So I get it. Okay, so how, how many teams would Dan Campbell – and his staff have made better than they were over under his 15. I'll go under. I, 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 I just don't think that you bring that style into a locker room and expect it to, to have immediate results. It may have results down the road, but I don't think it's going to make a team better right away. It's going to take some time to have it percolate. Well, the only one that I think you need to talk about is the Dolphins because they had Dan Campbell as their interim head coach few years ago that's getting to be many more years ago but they could have had Dan Campbell as our head coach and perhaps he would still be their head coach today perhaps not we don't know would he have made the Dolphins better this year than what they were 
I don't know. I think that Brian Flores is a pretty good head coach. I, I would take the under on the 15 as well, although you know I'm a big Dan Campbell fan, and I think he's going to be a great head coach, and I think he's going to be in Detroit a long time. I just think it takes time. The kneecap biting, it takes some time for it to settle in. Let's take a break. We've got more PFT Live right after this. All right, 2021 season over and done with. What will it be remembered for? That's today's uh, draft. Let's get right to it. Shereen, you're up first. I'm going to say the year of the retirement, Mike, because if Tom, if this truly is Tom Brady's final year, perhaps Rob Gronkowski also retires. We have Ben Roethlisberger, maybe Aaron Rodgers. We don't think so. But maybe Aaron Donald, maybe yes, maybe no. Adrian Peterson, probably. All right, let's just assume, just for the sake of, of fun here, that all six of those guys retire. Tom Brady, Rob Gronkowski, Ben Roethlisberger, Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Donald, and Adrian Peterson. Only five of those can be first ballot Hall of Famers by, by Hall of Fame rules. Who is left out of that Hall of Fame list? Roethlisberger, because it'd be three quarterbacks. Yeah. Right. I think that's easy. Yeah. I think that's yeah. easy. And and I, I guarantee you, Aaron Rodgers won't retire if Tom Brady stays retired because Rodgers doesn't no want to be second fiddle to Tom Brady at the Hall of Fame weekend in Canton five years from now. For me, it's the fall of John Gruden. You know, time has passed yeah. and we've kind of gotten used to it and they have a new coach. But John Gruden was never getting fired by Mark Davis. They were buddies. They were pals. No matter how many years they went without making it to the playoffs, Gruden was going to keep coaching that team. It took those emails that were leaked by someone, air quotes, someone that brought down John Gruden and and kick-started an investigation regarding the Washington football team that otherwise would have been ignored and never happened. They had managed to bury all of it. No one was saying anything. The John Gruden thing happens, and now they have Congress chasing him, and it's a big mess, and Dan Snyder could be out as a result of this, this Gruden thing. But the Gruden thing, unbelievable, unprecedented, and uh, when, when I think of 2021, it's going to be one of the first things I think of. Well, and Mike, my, my second one is going to be broader than that. And I have a point to this, but it's going to be the year of the scandal, right? Because everything that has made headlines this year was off the field stuff from the Washington football team investigation uh, to Brian Flores to the Cowboys voyeurism. I completely forgot about John Gruden and Deshaun Watson from from this year because I was thinking about those other scandals and writing them down and my husband Tom says well what about John Gruden and what about Deshaun Watson and I said completely forgot about them because I'm so tied up in all the other scandals that have gone on so in a broader sense it's just one scandal after another off the field we've never seen but anything see, when, like when, it when when you do that you, we got a three-round draft here. Don't take them all. In, but that's what Sims does. He puts too many in one round, and then it's like then then that that's how we get in a spot where somebody says the Bengals have no chance to make the playoffs as round three. We need to have some material, or round three falls apart. I'm I'm just kidding a little bit because I well, I, well, I agree just with make you it about Sean that. Watson. No 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 no. I'm, it's fine. We can call it, you're the scandal. It's fine because you're right. You're absolutely right. It's good. It's a good broad brush call. Uh, and one I'm going to go with one you didn't mention. The Urban Meyer misadventures. How, how are we not going to remember? I should be more positive, but I'm sorry. I don't make these things happen. Urban Meyer was a constant nonstop story throughout the course of the yeah. season. 
from early on, the misadventures in Ohio after the loss to the Bengals on a Thursday night, everything that happened there, the unprecedented move of not returning to, to uh, Florida with his team, uh, all sorts of stuff. So uh, Urban Meyer, a disaster, and may have prevented any team from ever hiring another college coach who has never worked in the NFL because uh, they apparently don't understand that the NFL is a different creature altogether. Let's take a break. We'll do round three of the draft when PFT Live continues right after this. All right, wrapping things up here on PFT Live. The 2021 season will be remembered for what? Round three, Shereen, off we go. I'm going to say the first year of 17 games, Mike, and rewriting the record book. I really thought there would be more records that would fall than what there were, but we still saw quite a few records, uh, obviously led by Cooper Cup winning his triple crown and T.J. Watt tying the sacks list. Those were the two most prominent, I think, that we saw. But I thought there would be more than that, and I think there will be in the next couple of years. Uh, best postseason ever. Although the wild card round yeah. stunk, every game after that was close, down to the wire, one score, exciting. We've been spoiled. Watch every game next year in the postseason is going to be an ugly, disgusting blowout. We'll but, pay uh, for it. We, we've we've got we've gotten used to it. We've just gotten used to it. Like the Super Bowl, it was yeah. close down to the wire, and we weren't even all that freaked out about it because we kind of expect it now. Well, and I wanted a better ending than what we saw in the Super Bowl. It left me wanting more after what we had seen in the two rounds before that. But it was exciting, no question about it. We almost got one with Jalen Ramsey on the ground and Jamar Chase wide open down the sideline. If Joe Burrow could have gotten the ball (laughs) Uh out, would have been there. That's it for now. See you at 5 o'clock Eastern for PFTPM. Have a good day.